everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day two of our Knowing God's Heart devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is a convicting one. <laughs> Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, and it says this, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. The devotional is titled, God Loves to Forgive, and it says this. Webster defines the word grace as unmerited divine assistance given to humans for their regeneration or sanctification. The word unmerited is key here because it means undeserved. So in the Christian faith, we'd say that grace is something we've been given that we don't deserve. And one of the most amazing things we've been given by God's grace is his forgiveness. In Luke 15, Jesus told a parable about an ungrateful son who demanded his portion of his father's estate. The father granted the request, and within a short time, the son left with everything he received. Living frivolously and recklessly, he squandered it all away and eventually decided to go back home. Much to his surprise, the father was watching for his son, ran toward him, and met him with a grace-filled, unexpected welcome. This story is one we love to read because it's a story of love toward the undeserved. It's how God feels towards us. But we also find ourselves navigating the disconnect we feel when the son returns home and is met with a celebration. There's no I told you so comments or lectures on what the father will do if this happens again. There was just immense love, stupendous grace, and an overwhelming forgiveness lavished upon a very unworthy son. It's beautifully uncomfortable, isn't it? That's how God's forgiveness works in the economy of the kingdom of God. God forgives us freely because of Jesus's perfect act of selflessness on the cross. We receive forgiveness because he gave. Our good works don't earn us anything. Jesus's perfect work does. We want forgiveness, but honestly don't know how to accept it. We know it's a gift, but we want to do something to earn just a little bit of it. Because we're receiving a gift that we not only never earned, but can never do enough to pay back, is more than our finite minds can grasp. Thankfully, God's forgiveness is for everyone who calls on him. Everyone. Because God is a forgiving God, then it only makes sense for us to be conduits of that same forgiveness toward others. But forgiving others will cost us something. It will be hard. It will take effort. It will go against what we want. Our sin nature desires revenge. Not only that, but we think there is some kind of sin system where some sins are not as bad while others are extremely bad. All sin is bad, but not all consequences of sin are equal. Regardless of the intensity of the consequence, God hates all sin. But praise God, he does not hate us. 
He's waiting for us, looking off into the distance for us to come back home. He's ready to run to us and celebrate and overwhelm us with his grace, acceptance, and forgiveness. Wow. I love this. I don't really know if I have a lot to add. I feel like the devotional, I I love that everyone is probably shaking their head, (laughs) being like, Chad, you always like just talk our ears off. You know what I mean? That's Um, not true. I do have a lot of thoughts about it and I don't want to get too deep with it, but I just want to, um, yeah, I just want to point out God's goodness and, um, it's so powerful to meditate on who he is. And I, that's why, you know, the heart behind this podcast and doing it daily for you all or with you all rather, Mm -hmm. or the fact that we're always kind of talking about things that we're struggling with and we're talking about his grace and his mercy is because we need to be reminded of his goodness inside of our faults because it can be so easy for us humans to get puffed up with some pride to where we stop forgiving others. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you are just like me, but you're thinking of someone while Tori was reading that devotional of someone that maybe you need to forgive or maybe you need to ask forgiveness from them. Mm -hmm. Then maybe now is a good chance to reach out to that person or to do it within your own heart and prayer and meditation but yeah, it's just, it's so, it's so powerful just to spend time thinking about his goodness. We could, we could think about his goodness all day, every day for the rest of our lives. And it would never, ever yeah. reach the amount of how good he actually is. And I don't think we spend enough time thinking about that. Mm-hmm. We get caught up in our own little worlds with our own jobs and our own life goals and our own relationships and our own issues and our own whatever mm-hmm. that sometimes we fail to see our big good God who came he ran towards us he received humiliation he received being beaten he received death in our place right and if we're not meditating on that and we're not remembering that then we're going to start to think that we could earn this thing on our own and we're going to cheapen his grace and it just points back to the story of the prodigal son Mm -hmm. at that time Tori and I probably shared it before at that time for an adult male to run let alone lift up his tunic or his long shirt thing and run. It was shameful. It was embarrassing. And he willingly received embarrassment to go get to his son before the crowds could reject him. Yeah. And that's what God does for us every single day. I know I I said it, how much to share, but (laughs) this just so deeply impacts me because I know how guilty I am of Mm -hmm. sin. I know my life before Christ and the fact that he would still love me. Mm -hmm. Um, We all are that. Because again, God hates all sin. And the reason why we harp so much on us receiving his grace and us constantly forgiving us is as we do that daily, we will be willing to forgive others daily. Yeah, babe, that's so good. And something else I just want to touch on really quickly is that forgiveness doesn't always happen in one prayer. Um, I know that in my life, so often I have wrestled with forgiveness because I will say the prayer and I will feel like I've forgiven them and then something comes back up and I feel re-triggered again. And then I have to go back to the Lord and I have to forgive again. And I just want to encourage you, if you've been in that, like forgive again forgive again and forgive again, because that's exactly what God does with us. When we became Christians and we asked for God's forgiveness, for the Holy Spirit to reside in us, and we're going through this sanctification process every single day, what does God do for us? He forgives us 
again and again and again. And he gives us new mercies every single morning. And so if we're receiving that from the Father, who are we to not also give that to the people in our lives? Yeah, and I can't help but mention a few Tim Tim Keller quotes because God rest his soul, he just passed away. And it was, I definitely am taking it harder. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that he's rejoicing with our creator, but yeah. he had a big impact on my life and my walk and my personal salvation. Mm-hmm. But there's this quote of his that says, you don't realize Jesus is all you need until Jesus is all you have. Yeah. And it does make me think of the prodigal son where mm-hmm. he wanted his, inter- his, his inheritance. He wanted his things. He wanted to go live this certain life. And these are things that he had, or at least he believed, and they were supposed to mean something to him that they probably couldn't mean to him. Yeah. And so whenever he was, as he's hitting rock bottom, where does he go? He goes to the father's loving embrace. And he, once he lost everything else he thought was important, he ran to the true only important thing, which is the loving embrace of his father. And the last little quote I'll leave before we pray on out is just so powerful. And I just, again, I just can't help but mention it because I just want to celebrate his life is that the gospel is this. We are more sinful and flawed in ourselves than we ever dared believe. Yet at the very same time, we are more loved and accepted in Jesus Christ than we ever dared hope. Mm -hmm. And it's something so important for us to remember both sides of it, to remember that, yes, we have a side of us that is more sinful and flawed than we could ever imagine. But at the same time, we are so valuable to God that he sent his son down to die in our place to make us right with him. So good. Want to pray us out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your grace, unmerited, undeserved. God, the grace that you lavish on us every single day as we fall and we fall again and we fall again. Father, I pray that as we receive your forgiveness, that we would also be able to extend that same forgiveness and that same grace to others. Lord, I pray that you would heal our hearts of the hurt God, I pray that you would heal our hearts of the resentment. God, I pray that you would heal our hearts of the bitterness that might reside. I pray that you would allow us to release all of that, to surrender all of that so that we can truly forgive those who have hurt us. God, so that we can walk in your peace. God, we know that it's so important to you that we do not walk in unforgiveness. So Lord, help us. We need your help. We pray for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Awesome, manana.